Well, good evening, friends. I'd like to offer a few reflections on some verses which I'm sure many of us will be familiar with. They're found in Luke's Gospel. I'll read now from chapter 13 and verses 18 to 21. Then Jesus asked, What is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds perched in its branches. Again he asked, What shall I compare the kingdom of God to? It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. I don't know about you, but uh, I've been looking forward to and anticipating today for a long time. I've been wondering what will happen with the sense that I might wake up tomorrow on Wednesday morning and feel over the moon or despondent. I've been listening to podcasts about what will happen today. I've been praying about the events of today and maybe you have been as well. Some of you may well be aware of what I'm talking about. Others of you may be wondering that this is, of course, the day of the US elections. Lots of us will be wondering what we'll wake up to tomorrow. Will it be four more years of a Trump presidency or will it be Joe Biden in the White House? And it may be that you feel a bit weary of this whole campaign and how long it's taken. But I have to confess to being something of a political junkie or nerd. I love this stuff. I have tons of political biographies uh, at home. I am one of those sad people who has been studying the opinion polls and wondering who's going to take Wisconsin uh, or Florida. But on a day like today, I realise I need to pause and get some perspective. And I think the passage we've just read is a good place to turn to. Of course, this election is a moment of huge significance and its result will have a bearing on the lives of, of many people and shape events of history. But the danger is that we can obsess over its outcome to the point that we think it's the only thing which matters and we forget who we're really called to put our, our trust in and how he works. In fact, I think there's a case for saying that this is a mistake which has been made by many American Christians in recent years who have got so caught up with serving the agendas of politicians. See, one of the things which often strikes me about the way Jesus speaks of the coming kingdom of God is that he describes it as merging and growing in a way which is hidden. We could also speak of it as growing but but under the radar in Matthew's gospel there's another parable told about a hidden treasure in a field but we see it also in this passage and think for just a moment about the images he uses think of a tiny mustard seed which can seem so incredibly insignificant insignificant so small and yet contained within it is the potential uh, for something of immense power and size Think of yeast. You only need to mix in just a little bit of it to a loaf of bread, but it makes all the difference in the world. 
uh, to the taste uh, and the texture of what emerges from the oven. And so it is, Jesus tells us, with the kingdom of God. It, it's so easy for the church to obsess over numbers, obsess over how many people are going to come to our services, uh, or as is the case right now, how many views will be achieved by this podcast or this video. And I think we can also obsess over how much influence we have, how seriously we feel people are taking us. But Jesus is calling us here to a different perspective. As I was reflecting on this passage, I find my mind going back to a famous song by Gil Scott Heron. Uh, he was an American soul musician and poet, uh, and he released this song in 1971. It took its name from a slogan uh, invoked by the, the Black Power movements of the United States. Do you remember the title? Uh, it was, The Revolution Will Not Be Televised. Uh, a very memorable phrase, which is, ended up working its way into popular culture. Uh, and I find myself thinking about that phrase as I thought about this passage. I think we need to be encouraged and we need to take heart and we need to get a bigger perspective. There is a revolution happening in our world, but it's not going to be featured on the news tomorrow. And yet it is rolling on. It is making progress which is actually irresistible in spite of what we might think. The kingdom of God does not arrive by way of power transfers in capital cities or through the best intentions of, of building, as someone once put it, Jerusalem in England's green and pleasant land. This is a revolution which is about love of neighbour, about welcome of the outsider, about seeking the way of peace, even in the face of violence, about overcoming all the barriers which presently keep people apart. At its very heart is the idea which perhaps seems so absurd and so unfathomable to those who don't get it and never will. The idea that we need to lose our lives in order to find them and, and face that loss willingly because we follow one who modeled love and sacrifice, our King Jesus, who as Paul put it so famously in his letter to the Colossians, disarmed the rulers and authorities and, and made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. So tomorrow morning, whatever the result and whatever you feel about it, try to remember that it's not the whole story. Somewhere, someone is going to be saying a prayer of turnarounds and giving their allegiance to Jesus and causing a celebration in heaven. Somewhere, God will be breaking in and prompting another person to make peace with someone they've been estranged with. Somewhere, a shelter will open in a church basement to welcome the homeless. Somewhere else, a small group of Christians in a country where they face persecution will meet in a secret location and pray, and their requests will go like incense before the throne of God. And the kingdom will grow, hidden perhaps, taking only an inch at a time, but moving slowly towards the culmination of all things. What was spoken of by the prophet Habakkuk, a time when the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, just like the waters cover the sea. The revolution will not be televised, but it's happening. Let's pray.
Lord God, at times of such change and uncertainty, we confess that we can lose our bearings, we struggle to keep a healthy perspective. Help us to keep remembering that the biggest changes in our world, the ways you are at work, are not the ones reported on the news, but that which may well be hidden from view. Help us to keep trusting that the yeast is working its way through the loaf, that the seed planted is taking root, that your purposes are good and will not be defeated. Amen. Bye for now, friends, and I'll see you soon.